Welcome to Boca, a podcast exploring the ever-blurring lines between the personal and business lives of professional photographers. This is your host, Nathan Holritz, and I'm so excited to have you join me in connecting with photographers and entrepreneurs in the photography industry as we discuss photography, building a business, and still having a life through it all. This podcast is brought to you by Photographer's Edit, custom post-production for the wedding and portrait photographer. And now, let's dive into conversation. Okay, so I'm sitting here with my new friends, Michaela and David, and uh, I was just having a conversation. Well, first of all, thank you guys for being willing to sit down and have a conversation with me. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for having us, yeah. Of course, and and, uh, we're sitting here just outside a really beautiful, well, actually in the resort, outside the the conference center, a really beautiful resort in uh, Phoenix, Arizona for the United Conference. Yeah. And we happen to have an opportunity to then be able to have conversation, sit down, have a conversation. I'm getting to know you guys a little bit more. Originally, Michaela, you you messaged me basically just expressing some appreciation for what Photographer's Edit has done for you guys and for your company. Yeah, absolutely. And um, and then that just kind of led to, hey, well, why don't we sit down and have a conversation? I'd love to <laughs> I, I'd love to sit down and have conversations with photographers and kind of get to know a little bit about what they're doing. And then, of course, ideally, I can share that with the industry as well. Uh, so here we are. <laughs> and uh, you guys have a really interesting business model, which we're going to dive into here in just a little bit. But tell me a little bit about you guys first, how you <laughs> even got into the business, where, where you're based, what you're doing right now. So, well, I guess I got into the photography industry and starting a business really just out of wanting to have beautiful photos of my son. Um, I found out we were going to have a baby and it was something, you know, that I, I had dabbled in creative industries when I was younger and I just wanted to make sure that those memories were something we were able to preserve. So um, I started kind of learning a little bit about gear and taking photos and things like that and it ultimately just stirred into um, a really strong passion for me. Um, And then after we had our first son, Blake, I didn't want to go back to the corporate world. I really wanted to like just stay home and be a mom. And I thought that 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 was what I was going to do with my life until, um, you know, the photography thing just kind of took off. And I found that I really became passionate about that and was just trying to grow a business in order to, I guess, make make ends meet and not have to go to like a corporate job. Um, and then from there, it just kind of snowballed into something that we really loved and um which is what now like what what would you say is your specialty and I, again i know we're going to dive into this in a little bit more detail here in just a little bit but what is your business what is your business model so we specialize in weddings okay. um primarily that's the primary source of our business but um because we really love to get to know our clients we feel that we can service them on in multiple areas of their life so essentially our our business is kind of connecting with people and um, photographing them or documenting them in different parts of their life. And that might be, um, you know, on their wedding day or when they grow a family or if they're also small business owners or, um, you know, we want to document an intimate session or something like that. It's not specifically tailored to just the wedding day. So basically just photographing their lives all along the way. I I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Now you're doing both still photography and then David, you are a, do you, do you categorize yourself officially as a cinematographer or how, what's the terminology? I guess a filmmaker. Filmmaker. Okay. I would categorize myself as. So you guys offer both services then? Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I do all the video services for our company. Um, I got started just 
shortly after she got started just because brides were asking whether or not we did video. And I was like, hey, you know. Business opportunity. Can, yeah, business opportunity and a way for us to spend our Saturdays together, really. Um, That's awesome. Once we were married, that was a perfect way to have a little date night. So, um, And I have a huge, uh, I have a lot of gear that I enjoy to invest in. So, um, It's really fun to play with the toys. I mean, let's is. be real. I, I think... I mean, if I were to really pinpoint the reason that I got into photography in the first place, and I was tw all of 21 or 22 when I first got started, but man, getting a cool camera just sounded it's really appealing, yeah. and it sounds it ridiculous yeah. now, but it was the, the, the equipment was really cool, yeah, so I, I get it, I get it. Now, what did you do prior to becoming a cinematographer, a filmmaker? What yeah, so I actually worked in the finance industry okay. um, doing portfolio analysis, so not a Whoa. kind of traditional career path <laughs> but did that did that bring a certain perspective to building a business still on the financial side that was helpful it was i mean it's been i think instrumental michaela's kind of smiling yeah, yeah i'm okay. like over here nodding um <laughs> it was i am very much just someone that like you know inspires to continue to do more and I just have um, these crazy ideas in my head and so having David you know his more practical approach and and you know financial knowledge helped reel things back in every once in a while um, so it was nice to have that balance especially when we were just starting a business for sure. Now, how long have you been in business altogether at this point? It'll be five years, yeah. Wow. This coming January, right? Yeah, five years. But what little I know about you, you guys seem to have a really strong drive to be doing as much as you have in such a short amount of time. What what has driven that? I mean, is that just your personality types? Did you see opportunities and you just went for it? Or what's driving that? I, I, I don't know. I guess maybe a little bit of both. Um, I think, you know... A definitely personality, but also kind of seeing the reward from working hard and uh, newer endeavors and just always kind, kind of trying to learn more and um, do more and create more, I guess. Okay. Um, and, and seeing the rewards on that. I don't know. Yeah, I think also, I mean, we, we love to travel and adventure. And I mean, part of what we do is, you know, obviously photography and video. And so, like, we like to use that and... Um, make that part of our life as well as we travel so documenting our family as we travel and that kind of drives my work ethic at least is you know I want to be able to provide beautiful memories for my kids and so um yeah and you have two kids is that right we do a five-year-old boy and a three-year-old girl beautiful beautiful now something that I've I've picked up just from watching you guys interact is you seem to have a pretty cool relationship and you mentioned date night earlier <laughs> but what is what is the what does the effort to kind of maintain a connection look like amidst being business owners, which can be pretty stressful? Yeah, this is something that was learned. Um, it okay. didn't start out uh, to be like, smooth sailing. I, I don't um, sense any sarcasm <laughs> in your voice at all there. <laughs> no, um, but it's actually like being business partners has yeah. actually made our marriage stronger because really? it's allowed us to identify each other's strengths and weaknesses okay. um, and embrace that as well. So, um, you know, I think a lot of times... It, on the personal aspect of marriage, it's easy to see someone's faults. Um, but as a business owner, you kind of have to be a little bit more analytical about that. And in order to create success, you know, it requires a little bit of balance. And so being able to identify that in our business partnership also kind of transpired into our marriage. Um, and so now, you know, we're able to identify where I might have, um, you know, some crazy new idea that, <laughs> that may or may not work out. And, uh, you know, David can kind of reel me back in and, and be a little bit more strategic about things. Um, it's helpful. 
But in order to get to that place where you can have what really need to be objective conversations, you kind of have to set ego aside, your insecurities aside a little bit even maybe, and, and really, well, just that, be objective in yeah. the discussion to figure out how to best work together. Was that a process? Did you find that that came naturally or what? <laughs> we actually, so when we got engaged, we ended up moving to Boston and we lived in, I don't know, a 400 square foot condo and I honestly Michaela's like, shaking I, her head and, and grinning so yeah <laughs> yeah I mean honestly I think that really kind of set us up for success believe it or not like, yeah having not lived together before we moved into the smallest place possible with right. no doors and so we really had to work on solving our problems there was no like I'm gonna go slam this door and go somewhere else there was literally one room for us to sit in and kind of and you just gotta out. figure it and out so we did wow um, so i think that's really helped us and been sure. instrumental in allowing us to figure out how to work together and just kind of um you know reminding ourselves of our whole purpose behind this business um you know our family our love life um being able to have that and document those moments um and really what matters to us is essentially what what our business is founded on we want to be able to create that for other people so um you know every every time something might not uh we might not agree on it it's always nice to kind of just bring it back in and realize like hey this is this is why we're in it so i love uh, that you've got a kind of a bigger mission a bigger picture goal that you're working toward that lets you kind of set aside some of the the bs along the way maybe huh yeah yeah for sure exactly right yeah that's really, really cool. Now, if you would, so you've been in business for five years now, which is not very long, but it seems like you've got something really great going for you, for yourselves. Well, thank you. What, what is it, if you were to talk to a newer photographer, let's say somebody who's just literally just started in business less than a year, if you were to point to one thing that you kind of had to learn the hard way that you'd recommend they, they kind of didn't go down that road, this thing that they could do a little bit better, what, what would that thing be? For me, um, I struggled with putting myself out there, actually. Okay. Yeah, believe it or not, because now I feel like I've, I've honed in on that um, a lot better. But when I first started out, I was afraid of where I was. I was afraid of, um, you know, not being good enough, not knowing enough, not having the business skills that I needed to be successful. And so I kind of kept that to myself. And, um, you know, I was always perpetuating my education and learning and but now I think I gain so much more when I tell people what what I'm working towards or what I'm struggling with or what I need help with or um, you know just kind of being vocal about that and even mm. asking for help and putting yourself out there a little bit more will ultimately um, you know make you better faster absolutely and also help grow your network because everyone is struggling with something so absolutely and have you been able to do that through Facebook groups or through forums or what, what's kind of the platforms that you found most beneficial for you there? For me, I really thrive on face-to-face -face interactions. So awesome. I, we love coming to conferences like this and getting to meet with um, other photographers, other businesses that are doing what, what we're doing or um, other companies that are here supporting what we're doing. And um, so we love, we love that. We love kind of getting outside of the digital world that um, is, is so easy to fall into, but then also following up and reconnecting through, through those Facebook groups and through those online platforms. So a combination of both the in-person yeah. and, and kind of the virtual connection. Yeah. It really is a beautiful thing. You know, as much as it's easy to kind of put down Facebook and, and Instagram and all these things that seem to easy, very easily take up our time, there's so much benefit to them when you take advantage of them. And then that translates to an in-person connection like you get here at this, this type of conference. And it's such a beautiful thing. I've been talking to well, multiple people at this point about how wonderful the format of a smaller conference like this is. 
in comparison to some of the larger ones because it actually it's, it gives you more of an opportunity for more intimate conversation. We can sit down, just the three of us have a conversation like this. You don't have all kinds of noise going on, well, maybe a bus in the background, <laughs> um, but but you don't have all kinds of noise and distraction. It, it gives you an opportunity to really connect with people. It's really wonderful. Um, and I, I know that personally, uh, I saw the most growth in my business when I put myself out there. Back in the day, it wasn't so much Facebook groups as uh, these online forums, one in particular, where photographers would come on and we'd share the things that, that we liked, that we didn't like, that we were struggling with. We'd get feedback. People would encourage us. And then occasionally we'd get together in person and just further strengthen that connection. And it was a really beautiful thing. But that, that's cool that, that you've been able to benefit from that. And do you think it's just a matter of just making the decision to put yourself out there in, in some way and asking for help or asking yeah, for feedback? Yeah, I mean, it's what's the worst that could happen, exactly. I guess? It's just yeah. kind of getting over your fear and realizing the more that you're able to open up, the more you realize that like what you're struggling with has someone has also been Absolutely. there and can help you. Absolutely. So um, yeah, just kind of getting over that fear. And for me, that was really tough in the beginning because I was afraid to admit that I wasn't perfect or that I didn't have it all figured out. So, um, but once I did and I was able to put myself out there, I think we both, I mean, we were able to grow a business that, essentially now um you know sustains our whole family which is really cool that's incredible yeah and I'll, I'll also add that you know at conferences like these you also meet a lot of very like-minded people and it's these types of people who want to help you want to help you grow want to help your business and yes. so when you kind of take that leap and put yourself out there um especially at conferences like these people want to kind of assist you in that way so i mean you nailed it this conference is very much about that that the theme of the conference drives this this connection and this giving and sharing and it is it is quite unique in that that regard it's a really beautiful thing yeah i mentioned earlier your business model is a bit unique i find it pretty fascinating just just from a kind of a general business standpoint i remember back uh, when I was a wedding photographer, I would go to these local networking meetings, kind of wedding industry networking meetings. And we'd go in, we'd sit down, and there'd be other photographers in there. So I, it was generally myself uh, sitting in there with uh, some wedding coordinators, maybe a, a baker or two, uh, some florists. And there might be three or four or five other photographers in there. And they'd go around and they'd introduce themselves. And they'd say, I'm so-and-so photographer. I shoot weddings families, babies, portraits, seniors, sports, and, and the list would go on and then they sit down and the next person would get up and they do essentially the same thing. And the next person would get up and do essentially the same thing. So just from an objective perspective, you know, if I'm looking at the, what these other wedding vendors, the coordinators, for example, or the local florists who might want to refer a photographer, the way that they may be seeing these photographers, they don't have a very specific or specialized brand that doesn't represent one big idea. Um, now, you guys have approached that, kind of taken that potential problem and addressed it in a bit of an unusual way that I don't think I've seen really from other, another photography business, at least not recently, and that you've, you kind of have three segments to your brand. So you have this kind of conglomerate, if you will. <laughs> um, talk to us a little bit about that. First of all, the, the three different segments and then how you got to this place where you wanted, you decided to separate them into these three specialties, basically when we were just starting out, we wanted to shoot whatever we could. We didn't know what we liked doing. We didn't know what we wanted to do. So we were shooting essentially a huge variety of different types of sessions. And um, what we found was that we 
prefer working with um, a specific type of person. So we really love people that also value connection, um, that also see eye to eye with our value on having tangible products and tangible um, heirlooms and being able to re remember those moments. But um, that doesn't necessarily mean it has to be in one one part of their life. Um, yeah. And that can essentially, uh, we can document multiple times in their life or in their career and um, still service them in, in the same way. So so it's almost, it's a brand extension, if you will, but you've, or maybe even a line extension. I'm not sure the best way to describe it, but the way that you've segmented it into these three sections, as opposed to saying, um, you know, we're Harris Photography and, and we do everything, which yeah. is kind of what these other photographers were doing. And it was hurtful to their brand because there was no distinction about what it is they actually offered. You've segmented into these three different well, these three different segments. Talk to us about the three different segments. What do those look like? Essentially, the goal was to create something that if someone was looking for commercial work, mm -hmm. uh, they would find us through Harris Films. Okay. Um, but if someone was looking for weddings, they would find us through the Harris Company. But once they got to know us and got to know our brand, they were able to see that we also operated in different facets of our business. And that could correlate into different aspects of their life. Um, so essentially, you know, David runs more of the commercial side of things. Um, we do a lot of small brand videos and, um, you know, commercial photography and things like that for local businesses in our area as well as other creatives um, and then we also you know we shoot weddings together so we do photo and video on weddings um, and then aside from that I also have um, you know my intimates line where I it's usually bridal boudoir or mm -hmm. clients that I've worked with uh, in the past mm -hmm. um, that I'll shoot intimate portraiture for um, and then home sweet Harris which is essentially more about like family life and um, you know just an extension of our family and how we can relate to others that are, that have may also been past clients. That's really interesting. So do you market those three segments of your business separately? Do you market them all together? How do people find those individual pieces of your brand? Yeah, I mean, they're, they're marketed separately, um, mostly through social media, to be honest. I mean, I don't, we don't do as much like formal advertising anywhere else. Um, but I mean, it was important for us to have the separation because, you know, when a bride comes to our website, we don't want her to be like scrolling through like our most recent commercial work. Or, and it becomes um, confusing that way, right? It yeah. does, exactly. And if like a family session is up there, maybe she's not ready for a family session. When they come to our website, if a bride comes to our website, we want them to see our most recent bride, bridal work. Um, if a company comes to our website, they want we want them to be finding Harris Films and we want them to be finding our corporate work. So, right. Um, it became a little selfish. We didn't want to give up anything. We really, <laughs> we really just loved. Um, we loved the the connection that we were making with these people. We didn't want to miss out on that, and we wanted to follow them in multiple aspects of their lives. And when we became a part of a small town um, in Saratoga, uh, you know, upstate New York, Saratoga Springs, we realized that once you uh, establish yourself as a photographer, people assumed that you could photograph anything. And while that may be true, we wanted to teach teach them and educate our clients that it's more about it's more than just being about the photographs it's about knowing what they're trying to deliver with the photographs and really mm -hmm. being able to provide that to them on a service level so it's interesting as um, I guess entrepreneurs we might look at this as how do we best communicate the brand to the client when ironically in some cases the, the, the client or potential client just assumes you're a photographer and you can do <laughs> any and everything so there's a little bit of education there as well it looks like yeah absolutely um, you know I think especially for our, our wedding 
our wedding side of things, um, which is the majority of what we do. And it's it's usually the first time that these clients are ever experiencing professional photography. So um, we put a lot of effort into educating our clients about the service that th they should expect, um, the process that, that we will deliver, um, and you know the investment that they're going to walk away with outside of anything that has to do with pricing, but also in uh, you know the memories and the, with their family. So. So when once they come on as a client of your wedding photography studio, then do you further market to them for the family photography that that you that you offer? Do you kind of put them in a funnel and, and <laughs> send them follow up emails and market to them that way, or do they just naturally come back to you? Or yeah, you a little bit. Um, you know, I think now we're a little bit more intentional about that because we want to um, we want to make sure we're delivering a full you know a full experience to all of our clients. So. Yeah. Um, you know, for example, after a bride books on with us, um, we'll send them a welcome kit that includes um, information about our intimates sessions. Yeah. So they can do um, an intimate session as a groom's gift or something like that. And then from there, after they get married, um, you know, we send them like a honeymoon kit with stuff about travel photography and how they can take better pictures while they're traveling. Wow. Um, and just kind of perpetuating the relationship well beyond the wedding because, you know, there's getting to be a, a greater and greater gap in between getting married and having children. Um, and we've only been doing this for about five years. We're just starting to see that return in our, you know, m our wedding clients now starting families and we want to be able to be there to document that for them so that's incredible well I the last thing that I would assume or or take away from a conversation with you guys about your brand you know again I, I mentioned the the photographers that, that I had heard back at these networking meetings just kind of throwing out there a list of things that they photographed there wasn't really any specificity to it or some thought behind um, what they were doing for the sake of their brand it was just any and everything you guys are photographing a variety of things, but you're packaging it in a really beautiful way that enables you to be essentially this family's this family photographer for life, really, which is a pretty incredible thing. And and um, I know there's there's a word that that was thrown around a little bit, I think, earlier today in the conference, legacy. You guys get to be a part of these these clients' legacy, which is a pretty beautiful, pretty powerful thing. When when you're when they're walking down their hallway and looking at pictures on their walls, it's your work that gets to be there, which is really incredible. Now, do you plan on bringing additional employees on board to kind of help you manage this? Because this looks like a pretty big project. <laughs> we have um, a really solid crew of contractors that help us shoot certain things. So um, we do have other shooters that help with our commercial work and our family work. Um, but essentially outside of that, we've really relied on other businesses to help us outsource every possible aspect of our business that okay. we don't find essential in developing our relationships with our client because that is the service that they're investing in. So, um, the relationship you're saying, exactly. that's interesting. Okay. Yeah. So we want to make sure that we're able to connect with all of our clients and, and help kind of formulate that relationship. So that way we're able to document it in a way that's meaningful to them. Um, outside of that, it doesn't really matter. Um, you know, who's running the day-to-day -day office work or placing the product orders or um, editing our photos. You know, we want to give that to other companies that we trust and kind of outsource that. So that's really, And I think this is probably the second or third conversation in a very short number of conversations. This podcast is relatively new, but that I've had with photographers where the focus was on selling the relationship. You know, the photography is almost these days kind of a commodity. A lot of people can take a decent picture. And I know when I think about it, um, I mean, I'm, I'm excited to have a blurry snapshot taken with a point-and-shoot camera 
of my kids that has one of them, you know, that where they're smiling or happy or that brings back some memory. Yeah. I don't care if it was taken with a, a fancy camera and lit perfectly and tack sharp, you know. Um, and I'm a I'm a really nitpicky photographer, um, and I come from the industry. So when I translate that to to a client or a potential client, they're certainly not going to be thinking about that thing or that that those types of things most of the time. What they are going to be thinking about is that experience that they're having with you all. And if your focus is on that relationship and that experience, um, not only are they going to be happy, but they're certainly going to want to come back for all of these other services that you have to <laughs> offer. And they're going to be telling other people about you. Hopefully, so hopefully. it seems yes. like a pretty yes. big <laughs> goal, yeah. a win-win. That's really, really cool. Yeah. Well, um, to kind of close things up, and I, I'm really excited about this conversation that, that we've been able to have. Um, I want people to be able to reach out to you or at least be able to see some of your work. Um, can you can you share where they can find you online? What's the best place to do yeah. that? Your website, Instagram, and so forth? Yeah, absolutely. So we are on Facebook um, as facebook.com slash the Harris Co. Or um, on Instagram as H-C-O-H-Co Photo Cinema. And um, you can also email us anytime at info at the Harris and you guys already seem like a wealth of information. And thank you for being willing to, to share that. You guys, are, you're kind of giggling or quietly <laughs> giggling there. But seriously, I have so much respect for what you're doing. Um, and it was a privilege to get to sit down with you. Thank you for making time to do that today. Well, thank you so much. It makes us giggle because we're here at a photography conference, like surrounded by so much education and so much information that um, it's it seems silly that we have something to offer. But I guess yeah, it's so many other talent, <laughs> so many other talented yeah. photographers. It's just really unbelievable. And thank you for having us. Oh, it was a privilege. Absolutely. Thanks so much for listening to the Boca podcast. If you'd like to hear a particular photographer or entrepreneur in a future episode, don't hesitate to email me, Nathan at photographersedit.com. The Boca podcast is brought to you by Photographers Edit, custom post-production for the wedding and portrait photographer.